Josh. I'm Jamie. And welcome to an episode of A Conversation with Two Geeks, the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and everything in between. Today we're going to be talking about everything from the first trailer for Netflix's The Sandman to our thoughts on the first episode of Ms. Marvel and the newest episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi and much more. Uh, feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter at Convo with Two Geeks. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if, you, and if you want to send us an email of anything from this episode or previous episodes, our email is conversationwith2geeks at gmail.com. You can also find us on our back catalog on Spotify, podcast, Google Podcasts, where our podcasts are listed to. How are you today, Jamie? I'm okay. How are you doing? Eh, I'm, I'm okay as well. This week's kind of was weird for various mm-hmm. reasons, some of which I could talk about, some of which I can't. Mm-hmm. That being said, though, moving into our first news topic for the day... Uh, we got a trailer for Netflix's The Sandman. <laughs> uh, this is not just reads. Uh, when the Sandman, aka Dream, the powerful cosmic being who controls all of our dreams, is unexpectedly captured and held prisoner for over a century, he must journey across different worlds and timelines to fix the chaos his absence has caused. Based on a DC Comics slash Vertigo series created by Neil Gaiman, uh, the series stars Tom Sturridge as Dream, Blake Horbuck, uh, Patton Oswalt. Vivian Akampoe, um, Gwendolyn Christie, Charles Dance, Jenna Coleman, David Fuse, Stephen Fry, Kirby Hall Baptiste, uh, Mason Alexander Park, uh, Donna Priestin, uh, Vanessui Samyaya, uh, uh, I'm gonna put you that name and I'm sorry, and the voice of Mark Hamill, among others. The show is being showrun by Wonder Woman scribe Alan Heinberg and it's slated to drop on Netflix on August 5th. So I am, I am very excited about this. I've been a big, huge fan of uh, source materials since for God knows how long, and also your boy may or may not have an article coming out very, very soon about this. Um, to, I won't give too much away about the article, but basically, um, this thing has been in development hell since the 90s. Yeah, it's been a long time. But when they've, it's been, they've, it's been pretty quick since they announced that Netflix was going to do an adaptation of it mm-hmm. um, and stuff, but yeah. It's pretty exciting. It looks really cool. I like the trailer. Yeah. It's a cool vibe. Yeah. And like, and just uh, this cast, again, we got, uh, we got Boyd Holbrook. We got uh, Patton Oswalt. We got Gwendolyn Christie, who, by the way, is playing Lucifer. I know. It's going to be cool. Yeah. And like Charles Dance and also freaking Clara from Doctor Who. Yep. And just also like Mark Hamill and Stephen Fry. Oh my God. I feel Again, and this is also based on which again, if you haven't read the comics, I highly recommend it. This is made, this was created by uh, Neil Gaiman, who, for those that don't know, uh, he is the author, the legendary author and creator of such hits as American Gods, not the show, but the book, and Good Omens, mm-hmm. and just Good Omens and stuff, and like just. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, think it's it- gonna be. It, it's soon. It looks really cool. Yeah. Um, it definitely gives me similar vibes to like um American Gods and gonna like I haven't seen them, but like the trailers and like little bits I've seen, I definitely see like the inspiration a little bit. Well wait, you haven't seen Good Omens? No, I haven't. I haven't had time. I know. You know this. I know, but I'm 
I know. I know. It's one that I want to see, but I keep forgetting to watch it. And I just haven't had time to sit down and watch it yet. I, it's hard enough keeping up with all the Marvel and Star Wars crap. I it's very very hard. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 I'm not, I'm not judging you. I'm just like oh, we'll 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 we'll. I know. Luckily, there's and luckily. you know I love David Tennant. I have a lot of love for David Tennant, and I know he's in that, and I want to see him in it. He I'm is sure glorious. He's fant- I'm he sure glorious. he's fantastic. He is glorious. And like speaking of Doctor Who stuff, you see the news that him in um. Forgot her name. The actress who's playing Donna yeah. is coming back for the 60th anniversary thing. Yep, that's cool. Yeah. That, so that like, is. I have, I know it's just gonna be it. Yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm so sorry. It's, it's on like, my very long list that I have to catch up on. Okay. I, 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 at least it's on the list. It's on the list. All right, moving on to our next topic of the day. Uh, exclusive from Denley reports out, Robot and Frank and Paper Towns director Jake Schreier hasn't tapped by Marvel Studios to direct the new Marvel Temple Thunderbolts with Black Widow scribe Eric Pearson penning the script. For those unfamiliar with the concept, Thunderbolts are layered dark adventures and basically are a team of reformed supervillains trying to do some good with the team sometimes led by Gen- General Thunderbolt Ross, who was also the Red Point. Uh, the Red Hulk at this point. It's it, very interesting. Um, as for who will be the lineup of characters, according to the exclusive, that remains vague. That remains vague is which characters will be a part of the team since the film is technically still in development. The sources says that Marvel has been in touch with certain individuals who are already a part of the MCU to make sure to keep an opening in their schedules for next summer when it shoots. As for whom the, those characters might be, the rumor is that Baron Zemo, Yelena Belova, uh, Ghost, uh, Taskmaster, the Abomination, U.S. Agent, and the Winter Soldier, along with Ross, um, are potential, um, potentially are to a fear, although that has been unconfirmed as no actor, um, especially with Ross, because um, no actor has been um, signed, on, signed on yet. William Hurt, priest, uh, who played the role, recently passed away. Mm-hmm. And so um, no actor, so from what it sounds like, it's going to look like there's going to be recasting. Um, as for the director himself, According to Insider, Sherry's presentation recently flew executives away and ultimately landed him the job. So we've been hearing about this for a while now. And it's, it's the best way I can describe it is that it's like Marvel's The Suicide Squad. It's like The Suicide Squad, but not, a, not 100% exactly. And I think this, this is the team that Val is trying to set up. Potentially. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm down for this lineup, honestly. Uh, Ross without Sandy because I know that they're still trying to figure that part out but um, but hey um, we can we see our girl we get to see our girl Florence Pugh again yes and and she is in it I want it mm-hmm. this movie but I also still there's rumors that there was going to be like a Black Widow Hawkeye with her and Kate Bishop team up movie mm-hmm. I really want that and mm-hmm. like I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Like I want, like if I want Elena in this movie, mm-hmm. but also like I don't know. Like it, she's I I just I don't know. We'll have to just see what happens. Because yeah. like I feel like like if it's like Suicide Squad, like all of those guys are like really, really, really terrible, and she's kind of already kind of reforming, you know. I don't know. Well, I, I, I I don't know. I I'm know not, it's probably not like Suicide Squad. I think that's 
like people just trying to give you an idea of what it's gonna be like. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, no, I, ima- I imagine that there'll probably be like a moral gray area. And I imagine that probably out of the out of the people that like are gonna be on this team and stuff that like are like more closer towards heroes than like them are probably gonna be if and this is it confirmed, uh the winter soldier and Yelena. Most likely, probably. Yeah. And plus, you're probably going to, on the Winter Soldier. See, that's probably... also going to be interesting because mm-hmm. of comic stuff that they really haven't gotten into with Bucky. Mm. So mm. there's potential there for them to do that if mm. both him and Elena are in this, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, that they didn't do for some weird, bizarre reason once I figured out that there's actual like comic stuff about that. But, yeah, it is kind of weird. Because um, it's right there. It, yeah, it, no. They have the source material, so I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, me neither. But, and also, you're probably going to need both um, both Winter Soldier and probably a backup, which is probably best that you have the um, John Walker involved. Because if you're going to have... I don't really want to see him, though. I don't like him. I don't care about him. Yeah, he's discount Captain America. Yeah, he's not though. Sam's Captain America right now. Yeah, I meant And this... we haven't gotten anything from him except for the first season of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, we got a movie coming up. And yeah, and like probably like two to three years, because Anthony Mackie is really busy. Yeah, so we're gonna probably get we're probably gonna get like nothing till then. That's a long time. And we've gotten <laughs> Captain Carter, and then we got this guy. Who was like a Captain America wannabe? So I don't. I mean, I'm ju- I'm just thinking, just in terms of like, if you're gonna have Baron Zemo there, it's probably best you probably have like Bucky or well, someone. yeah, I agree with that, but like, just to make sure he doesn't manipulate the whole damn team. Mm, I don't know. I just I don't know. Like, I knew this was a possibility, and they probably are gonna go this direction eventually, even if it's not right right now. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but we'll just have to, yeah, we'll just have to see what they decide to do because, like, I want Yelena on the Avengers, but I also could totally see her being like, I want nothing to do with do with the Avengers, I'll just yeah. do my own thing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm seeing her more like on like this, on like this team, and maybe the Young Avengers. Maybe see, like, I don't even know, like, she seems a little bit too old for the Young Avengers, like, her and K- like, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It'd be like because they're they're older than Peter mm-hmm. by a couple of years. I feel like it's Peter's age and younger who would be Young Avengers. Probably Peter's age or younger, or at least. Um, so that they're gonna do it. There's other. They've set up other options too. So. Yeah, like I can like personally, I can see probably for at least like Young Avengers, Kate Elijah Bradley, Isaiah Bradley's. Um, I don't know if it's, I think he's grandson. Grandson. Uh, Ka- um, Cassie Lang, who we're going to be getting in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum mm-hmm. Medium. Um, maybe Speed, maybe Wiccan, if we could try to figure what figure out that whole thing. That's if they, yeah, that's then, a whole other thing. And then and then Hulkling, which I'm not going to talk too much about that because I may or may not have heard some stuff that might be connected with She-Hulk. We'll see. And then, obviously, America Chavez and Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. So, that that's who I can... I it's I, definitely poten- it's definitely potential. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to 
we'll have to see. Like, mm-hmm. I want the video Young Avengers. Like, I'm a little bit more excited for that than a Thunderbolts movie. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, but yeah. Um, because I feel like if they like, unless it's like a Thunderbolts versus Avengers movie, like, I don't, I don't know. Mm. I feel like they could kind of ignore it down the line. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways, moving on to our next topic. As a part of Ghostbusters Day, Sony Pictures, along with Ghostbusters Afterlife director Jason Reitman and his writing partner, uh, Gail Cannon, announced that a follow-up sequel to Afterlife is in development. Though, while plot details are under wraps, it has been confirmed that the series will be going back to New York, which, spoiler for Afterlife, was hinted at in the post credit scene. In addition to the sequel, Sony Pictures also announced an animated Ghostbusters film from Sony Pictures Animation with Jennifer Kaluz, uh, Kaluska and Chris Pornowski directing. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Jamie? I think it's pretty cool. Um, I don't have a huge connection to the Ghostbusters franchise, but I do think it's cool. And I, I don't know, I don't remember how good the feedback was about the new one, but the people, people, people like the new one. In- the Nightlit. So that's pretty cool. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious about this one because I am curious to see. Like I, I could see Paul Rudd and maybe McKenna Grace coming back. Because I know that they were probably the big uh the big standouts from Afterlife. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am curious to see how that one is going, how that one is in development. And then also the animated film is sounds interesting. And apparently that's not gonna be related to Afterlife at all. Okay. Stuff. Also, and I was and it kind of hit me while I was reading this. Uh did you ever see Monster House back in the day? Is that that animated movie? Yep. If I did, I don't remember very much of it. I remember like clips of it, but yeah. I don't remember very much about it. Yeah, no. Um, the, I believe if I'm not mistaken, Gilkin wrote that one. And I believe also Dan Harmon wrote that one as well. Which is why that movie gets really dark. Mm-hmm. Really dark because I also remember that beginning really, really dark. But yeah. Anyways, moving on to something I'm really, um, I'll, I'll talk about this in a second. I'm not really. Uh, all right. Moving on to our next topic. We have variety. On Tuesday, director Todd Phillips posted to Instagram the first confirmation that the sequel to 2019's Joker is moving forward on Tuesday, including the cover of the script written by Phillips and Scott Silver, his collaborator on the first movie with the Ivory Sea tie. I borrow raising title, Joker. Fuegadilks. That's how you pronounce it. I'm not happy to sure. Uh, while Warren's did not comment on this instantly, it is worth noting that this was in the works as Phillips and Silver met with Ben Warner's uh, film chief, Toby Emmerich, about a possible sequel. As for what a sequel to the 2019 film could entail, the subtitle Fuegadilks uh, refers to shared madness or shared delusional disorder, which could suggest that Phillips put on introducing his own version of Harley Quinn, the one-time partner of Joker. I, uh, I'm just going to preface this up front. I, I get why people like Joker. I'm happy that Joaquin won his Oscar for it. But personally for me, I was not really the biggest fan of the movie. Mm-hmm. And just, it just felt like a pastiche, like a really, really, a very, and like, look, we've had pastiches before. But this feels like a really, really big prestige up to like taxi driver and stuff. And I just, I, I just did not care for it and stuff. It just, yeah, I, I see what they're trying to do here, but I'm just like, yeah. I haven't seen the first one. 
I didn't really have a lot of interest in seeing the first one. Um, I know I've heard very good things about his performance in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it has nothing against him. He's a fantastic mm-hmm. sure oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. uh, actor. Yeah. But like, we don't need a sequel to the Joker. Like I, like, I get that it made $1 billion at the box. I know, it made a lot of money, but we don't, I don't know. But just because something makes a lot of money doesn't mean you have to go immediately make a sequel. Yeah, I know. It, and, I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm not interested, but I'm not I'm not I'm not either. And like considering also, especially with the rumors that like um Denise Warner CEO wants to have Phillips um more involved with DC. I'm just like, nope, 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 mm. nope. I I'm I'm uh, uh, see what they decide to do. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, moving on to our last topic of the day, we had an official show for Black Adam. This sounds the streets nearly 5,000 years after receiving the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and being imprisoned just as quickly. Black Adam is free from his earthly tomb, raised to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world, starring Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson as the titular character. The cast, film's cast includes Alice Hodge as Carter Hall, a.k.a. Hawkman, Noah Centineo as Amsterdam, Sarah Satoshi as Adrian Tomez, Marianne Kenzar, Kenzar as Israel, Quintessential Swinda as Cyclone, and Pierce Bronson as Dr. Faith. The film is directed by John Cruz director Jimmy Collette Sierra and is scheduled to be released on October 21st. Jamie, what do you think about this trailer? The trailer looks pretty cool. Um, it's going to be interesting to see The Rock play this kind of character because he seems more like stoic mm-hmm. and like not. The Rock normally plays like a lot of not this kind of character. I don't know mm-hmm. how to explain it, but yeah, no, he's normally like he he plays action movie. Yeah, and this feels more like he's definitely going to do action. And I think the action looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And there's some cool shots in this trailer. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be uh, interesting to see mm-hmm. how it how it turns out. I'm I'm curious. Yeah, especially with this thing being in development, because this thing is, I think it was actually like in like 2005. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. And like, because of this, like Shazam never got off the ground. And ultimately, they were like, you know, let's just make two movies. And I think whatever happens in this is ultimately going to lead to Shazam 3, which, let's be honest, a lot of us are excited about because it's like Zachary Levi versus Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, I, I feel like that is a matchup for the century, mm-hmm. and just and, and just like and just me and just I'm just imagining me opening day with that on my bucket of corn. Yeah, and just but yeah, no, I I am I'm, I'm somewhat curious about this one. I'm especially with them having like Hawkman in it and stuff. Um, though I I am sad that we never that we didn't get Hawk Girl. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. I know. Apparently, it was using my tissues, but like, eh. also, I completely forgot that Noah Centineo was playing Adam Smasher. Yeah. Like I know. I know. I'm just like, okay, all right. I'm gonna have to suspend my disbelief, but we'll 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 see. Mm-hmm. We'll see how this goes, and I, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, back to the competition. 
<laughs> Back to the competition at hand. Uh, we got recommendations for the week. Jamie, from what you told me before the show, you did not watch this, right? No, okay. I've not watched it. We are recording this on Saturday. I have not had a chance to watch the first episode of Miss Marvel yet, okay. unfortunately. All right. Well, luckily, uh, because of that, I will be as spoiler free as possible. And because uh, I love this episode. <laughs> Just, I, I just, um, Aman Vellani is pitch perfect as Kamala Khan. Um, she balances the creative fangirl side of her with the struggle of being a teenager and just wanting to be herself, but yet feel like she has to please everyone else. Also, um, I'm just going to say this right now the way that we see Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, um, I'm going to apply that. I'm going to apply that to Aman Vellani as Kamala Khan because she is Kamala Khan, both on screen and off screen, and it's just like okay, who? Okay, just, just who? Uh, Sarah, um, uh, who normally does the Marvel casting, um, you did a damn good job yeah. because this is the perfect casting, um. Uh, her friendship with Bruno, uh, Matt and Bruno is also great, and her parents, played by Zanoe Sharoff and Mahan Karoop, respectively, while overbearing, just ah! uh, give good performances that you do believe that you do believe that you know they are they are a family and stuff. Also, directors Adil and Bilali, who, by the way, also did Bad Boys for Life and are about to do the new Batgirl movie, uh, nailed nailed it with. Nailed it, making sure the camera is always moving. Uh, this is definitely one of the most visually unique MCU openings to date. Also, the art direction's on point and super engaging. Um, feels very, um, so you know that Scout Pilgrim-ish like tone that's in the trailer? It's in It's in the show. Okay. It's in the show and just, yeah, I okay. I, I, I love this. Overall, uh, all in all, Ms. Marvel episode one, last excellent performances from Lonnie and company. And just this wholly unique visual style from uh, Adrit you know, and Malali. Uh, I can't wait for episode two. And yeah, no, um, yeah, no, I, I love, I love this show. But yeah. Anyways, let's talk about Obi Wan. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about sad Obi Wan. <laughs> yes, yes, sad, sad Obi Wan. Um, so I'll be honest. Um, at least overall, I thought this episode was okay. I think I like the second half a bit more than the first half. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I just I kind of felt like the first half was a bit rushed, mm-hmm. but at the same time though, like this, like I think this thing that made me turn a bit with the second of the second half was when like um, Leia is about to be Leia's about to be tortured and like the lights turn off and Obi Wan just slam. Oh, by the way, spoilers. Cool. Yeah. Also, by the way, cool. spoilers. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for this. Uh, when Obi Wan just takes out the stormtrooper and like. I'm not gonna lie, that was pretty boss. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then just that whole entire escape, which, um, uh, which, by the way, I don't know if you remember that. That whole entire base, that's from Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, okay, okay. And like, just it, 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 it was very reminiscent of like that last level of Jedi Fallen Order and stuff. Okay. And like, and just yeah, no, I I dug it, and like he's back with a lightsaber and stuff, and. Back with lightsaber and stuff, and then like that final and that final bit, um, like for example, that whole bit where, uh, like Vader is like, where he's like I'm choking Reva, and she pretty much tells him like, um, or she tells him like I have a contingency. I put a tracker on the droid, uh, especially with Lola. I was like, no, I know, I know. 
That, that broke my heart a little. That broke my heart a little because it's like no. But otherwise, um, otherwise, I dug this episode. I'm very curious to see how episode five goes. I I have a very sinky suspicion that that's gonna be a very flashback heavy episode. Uh, Potentially, because I did hear, like, I heard some stuff that we might be going back to the Clone Wars in one bit. I I have I have heard stuff about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's cool as somebody who hasn't seen Clone Wars. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I haven't been on the last couple of weeks. So I haven't really given my thoughts about Obi Wan in general at all. Oh yes, yes. Please. Oh yeah. Please, please, please give me your thoughts. To the people. Uh, okay. One, I, I guess I'm in the minority minority that think that this it makes a lot of sense for Obi Wan's character because there's been people complaining about that. Apparently. Oh yeah, no people have been uh, this, about that. This makes a lot of sense to me, like mm-hmm. this whole show and from where we started in Episode One to everything, mm-hmm. um, to where we are now. Like it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, okay. I have no issues with this at all. Um, I. This episode, I think, was pretty good. Not my favorite episode, but, like, I think it was pretty good. I do think the second half is better Mm -hmm. um, than the first half. Um, And so I think the third episode is probably my favorite just because Mm -hmm. of that Darth Vader fight at the end of that episode was... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just wish people could just enjoy this for what it is. We get to see Ewan McGregor as... Obi Wan mm. again, like, mm-hmm. can we just enjoy nice things and like, and not complain about stuff? Like, is that possible? Because like, would you have thought that you'd get to see him as Obi Wan again? Like, I didn't. I didn't either. I I mean, I can't. I don't know. I especially with this goddamn fan base. I don't know if I can give an yeah. answer for that, but. Yeah, no, I, I I get where you're coming from though, because I. So I really don't talk a lot about Star Wars on my socials as much anymore. I just watch it and just enjoy for for what I like for what I get. Yeah, there's a reason why when it comes to the new article stuff I'm doing, I'm not covering Star Wars. Yeah, I know. I I love Star Wars. I will always love Star Wars, but goddamn that fan base. Yeah, I know. And, but yeah, but either way, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I have a feeling also episode six um, is, because also I've heard uh, one other thing about episode six is that we're going to be getting a potential Revenge of the Sith style fight. We only get six episodes, right? It's only six. It's only six. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. So I think they're saving the best to last. And I know some people were complaining. Okay. Or complain like, oh, they don't have a cool fight, and like the fight episode three was everyone would be like, shut the fuck up. It doesn't make sense with the story. It's a story. It's a series too. It's not a movie that just goes like, boom, boom, boom. It's like we have build up for it. Mm-hmm. Got a little teaser with the in episode three kind of and like mm-hmm. people complaining why wasn't obi-wan more like badass in that fight i'm like he has ptsd from all of this it was like i know we 
I know a lot of people don't like the prequels, but like Revenge of the Sith, do you guys not remember what happened? <laughs> like he, how he, traumatic that whole situation is. Yeah, I know. He literally had to cut off the limbs of like his surrogate brother. Basically. So like of course Obi-Wan's gonna have PTSD. And then the guy who he fought alongside with for so long and was like his brother is now like the scariest dude in the whole entire galaxy. I'm just like what do you what do you want him to, and he hasn't used his lightsaber in like 10 years yeah so what do you want him to do <laughs> it's the whole i dare say it and it's not exactly a one-to-one comparison but it's kind of like a certain movie from a certain from the sequel trilogy I know, I know, I know it is, I know. And I just like, can we just want, can we just, I don't know, I don't know. I I feel like when it comes to Star Wars fandom, they don't like seeing characters grow. They don't. Or have genuine character development and stuff. And that disappoints me because I like seeing characters grow and change and have development and maybe they're not the people that we once thought they were but they grow up later become but they later change into people that we want to be and like you know i like the addition in the reality especially like you know these people would have ptsd they're not just some freaking if you think even a millisecond about all the stuff that any of the star wars characters have gone through like it's actually surprising that we haven't gotten any of them really showing like signs of PTSD, really. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least like a hesitation. I- I'm just thinking more mm-hmm. of like Luke and Obi-Wan, for example. Yeah. Because eventually, when all that shit went down, and I, <laughs> you know, the whole thing, like after like Order 66 happened, everyone, like all the Jedi just pretty much retreated to caves. Mm-hmm. Like Yoda retreated to a cave, Obi Wan retreated to a cave, Luke retreated into a cave, mm-hmm. and, and it's just like we're not going to help anyone else. We're just going to like pile away our problems. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yep, 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 yep. And I, I, I just find that pattern funny, and like it's just weird. But, but yeah, no, we'll see about this last two episodes. I'm very curious to see how um, how they're pacing up because this has actually been a decently paced show. Mm-hmm. Like I like I like especially when it comes to like Disney Plus shows, they can be weirdly paced. Yeah, but here it's like it's been decently paced, and I'm I'm very curious to see where these last two episodes are gonna end off and stuff. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, before we head off, uh, do you have any other recommendations for the week, Jamie? Um, so I haven't been on to talk about Stranger Things yet. Um, freaking love this season. Season four, volume one. I think it was really good, really mm. strong. Um, so I don't, I won't spend too long talking about it, but uh, really enjoyed it. I think um, the acting's really good. Uh, excited to see what they do moving forward. I think the villain for this season is scary as hell. Yep, they and, did, uh, the, and the, the horror elements are a lot this season, but I've enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I was curious about that because I was like. I was able to handle it. It's it's not easy, but it's okay. okay <laughs> I, don't know I, how, but... I, I was like watching something that's like, oh wow, they really went back to horror. And then I just started thinking about you as they like, 
Oh, oh, oh Lord, oh Lord, can Jimmy, can Jimmy handle this? And then, and then, but I'm, I'm glad to hear that you got through it. That, yeah. That, that, that was, that was what he comes up. That so made, I'm, I'm excited for the next two episodes that we're going to get. Um, which I, I yeah. If yeah. Steve dies, I'm going to be so upset, guys. I'm not even kidding. I, I'm going to just be so sad. I think everyone will be sad. I'll even be sad. It's, he, uh, the, the direction they took his character was so smart. From mm-hmm. the beginning, so mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't think they'll kill him off because I think they all know how big of a fan favorite he is. Yeah, but like I really do feel like this, the stakes are really high right now. So, oh, yeah, we'll yeah. kind of have to see what they decide to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and with everybody spread out, how that all turns out. So, yeah, I just we'll want to see. I just want those last two episodes. I know they're still in post with them, but I just want them now. I know I do too. But we gotta wait. Not too much longer, but we gotta wait. <sighs> All right. All right. And that, I believe, is the end of our show. Mm-hmm. So feel free to follow us on all our social media pages. We're on Twitter at Convo with Two Geeks. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you like email, emailing us about anything from this episode or our previous episodes, we'd love, from here. we'd love to hear from you. For our conversation with two geeks at gmail.com. Anyways, have a lovely weekend, everyone. See you later. Bye.